1: Co-worker of yours.
2: <laughs>
3: hey, can't find that on the
1: radio. Yo, turn to that station. Radio you can touch.
2: This is The Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. We'll talk a lot today as soon Why? as Jeff is capable.
1: I have to go to the bathroom.
2: Jeff Lutz. Well, you're not making any sense.
1: Oh, that's true.
2: 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
3: Are you ready? Let's go! Let's go! Hello, everybody. It is a Monday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show. KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz co-hosting the show. Max Power, producing and engineering. 869-1240. It's the IHOP hotline. We welcome your participation at any moment. We've got a great Bob and Jeff draft coming up later in the show. And a couple of guests uh, that are taking their teams to high school tournaments this week. Steve Hirschberger. From the Bishop Carroll girls softball team I guess that's the only softball played is by the girls he will join us at 225 and the Goddard baseball coach Jim Foltz who was coaching when you played he came and went and came back and left and went again and he's an old baseball guy is what he is that's what he is we've got to respect and love those times there's a moth flying around down here have you had this issue out at your of uh, course well, it's, it's just—it's uh, out of control. It's What's pretty, going on? I don't know. Give it to me in a nutshell. Well, K- KWC. I didn't
4: read the stories that we did, or
3: what? Just put, just go search. You're for admitting it. on this show that you post stories
4: that you don't read. No, I didn't post them. Those were night side stories, and you don't
3: read everything that's on your site. That's correct. May I ask why? Uh, because I don't have time. You don't have time. To read the stories on your website at KWCH—that's that's what you're saying yeah, on this right. show.
4: That's right.
3: Well, I can't believe did it. You I read I, the Wichita yeah, Eagle
4: cover ev- to cover, everything that was in it. No, you didn't. Of course, I did. You didn't read every word of the paper
3: every day. Of course, I did. That's why you get the paper. You don't read everything. T- that's why it's called a paper. You paper. You go through the paper. What? Don't you understand that? That made no. perfect sense to me. I don't, why do you think they call it a newspaper? Because it's
4: the news on paper. Right. That's it. That's and the they, only reason. Why do you think they put different pages
3: in it? So that you go through the pages. Okay. Right? So you've read every one of these books that you have here? Well, but no, but I took the paper. I went out to my driveway well, every morning
4: books. and got the paper. You went to the store and got these books? And And what I did was I turned every page. Right, turned and probably glanced, and that but, was it. But, I,
3: but yeah, I worked at the paper, and yeah, I read the paper. Could <laughs> he quit saying the paper? Ugh. what's wrong with saying the
4: paper? It's the pizza, the paper. It's all I read the paper. I don't like your p words. Just stop, Just eliminate well, all p words from your vocabulary. I don't care what you like,
3: if you Press don't mind. on. I mean, I'll th- try. That's what I called it for years: the paper. I get it. Did you get the paper?
4: Quit! You're freaking me out. You're giving and of me. Of course, I said, "Yeah, I got the paper. I read the paper." I, I Did you read the I paper? Feel like my skin
3: is literally crawling from. What's wrong with that word?
4: I don't know.
3: Just stop saying it. Well, it, I, I guess I can stop saying it. Thank you. But I want you to know that I worked at the paper and I read the paper. I thought you said you guess you could stop saying it. What happened? To I just that? want to make myself clear. Did we even say what our draft was? It's uh, funny people, and this you can't try to predict what the audience is gonna. If you go with a bunch of people that this is who you personally people, people. think are funny, the people that have been in the paper <laughs> probably that you think are funny, and I'm certain they've a- eaten pizza. All of them. I'm sure. Pizza's is a good food. So y'all like we'll it. draft eight per side. That'll be coming up in hour number two. Uh, so what should I be trying to do? Draft the people you think are the funniest people. Well, that's not fair because you're not going to do that. Yeah, I, well, absolutely.
4: You're going to draft the people that you think other people think are funny. No, I don't do that. I've got, You're
3: a panderer to the. I think a lot of people are funny.
4: I've said
3: on this show who I think are the most funny. I've said right up front uh, that my three favorite entertainers in life are all named Don. Right. One's a singer, Don Henley. The other two are funny people Don Knotts, Don Rickles. What was Don Knotts' second most funny character? His movies. Was he funny in them? Oh, absolutely. Hilarious. Did he ever have now, a serious role? Um, I don't know that he had too many serious roles. He played in Three's Company, as you'll remember. I don't. He followed Norman Fell as the landlord for Chrissy, Janet, and Jack. How do I remember that? That's remarkable. Well,
4: because it's one of the most
3: famous shows of all time. Yeah, but that that's a show I haven't thought about in 25 years, I'll bet.
4: Well, all the ep- and and Harry that should be a show you love. It's like King
3: of Queens; is all the episodes are the same. There's, I did like. I no did arc. like Three's Company. I yes. know. I'm sure you did, and uh, I, I enjoyed it immensely. I mean, Suzanne Summers was in it. Are you aware?
4: I know who Suzanne Summers is. She wasn't that. She was fine. She wasn't like gorgeous. I mean, she was fine.
3: You were way too young to understand. I Suzanne watched Three's Summer. Company reruns, and and John Ritter. I wouldn't be offended if he got some votes, as one of the funniest human beings to ever live. Funny guy, and very funny. Yes, and and he may show up on this list in this draft. He played Zach Braff's dad on Scrubs. Well, he's fantastic. I agree. Love the guy. Uh, and then Joyce DeWitt was very funny. Norman Fell was very funny. I can't Norman Fell. I can't remember who played his wife. Audrey, I I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. I'm not even going to entertain that. Why don't you why don't you chip in? Cuz I don't know who it was. Well, you could look. Uh but anyway, that was a good show. How do we get on Three's company? Oh, Suzanne Somers. Right? Yeah, I guess. No funny people. Well, they're all funny. It's a funny show. And I I wasn't ashamed of watching Three's Company. It had its moments. All right, you're not even listening. Three's Company
4: had its moments.
3: Um, did you listening. watch anything over the weekend? Did I, no, I was at uh, no basketball. I was at Wind Surge all weekend. Well, then you watched the Wind Surge. I watched
4: the Wind Surge. Uh, you didn't watch any golf. Oh, we had it on at the station yesterday. I was in I was in its realm. To a degree, I heard people talking about it. I looked over. Uh, well, I wasn't what happy. I, did.
3: I wasn't happy that Brooks Kepka won. A uh, year there ago, a, you would have been thrilled. There was a time I liked him, and th- that time has gone. Just uh, because he went to live. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't like it. I'll just can I? I, I have the right to say that. Why does he even get to be in the PGA Championship? But I will say this: the story of Michael Block uh, was one of the best. You'll ever see a club pro out of California uh, shows up one over for the tournament, finishes in 15th place, holds out on the back nine on the final day playing with Rory McIlroy, uh, is so gracious and humble and real about the experience he had. And uh, the guy now gets to play in the PGA next year. He's been accepted, invited to play in some more tournaments Charles this year. Schwab. It's uh, fantastic. Great story. Did you see the hole-in-one? I saw it. He dunked it in almost. No, he did dunk it in. It went right into the hole. Yeah. Did you see the up and down on 18? Uh-uh. Unbelievable. What did you I talk read about, about on Sports Sunday well, We talked last a little night? bit about Michael Block. Hey, well, if you don't see it, how do you talk uh, about we it? We talked about uh, his whole vibe. You didn't see him. I saw the ask, interviews. No, no. You, no, no I, yes, I did. I know you didn't. Yes, I did. I know you
4: well enough to yes, know. Yes, I did. And I, read, it, and I read for and I read about Wyatt. him and I did. I was I was paying attention to Michael Block that was, because he was all over Twitter and I was like I got to know what this guy did, who he is. And all I read was about, "Oh my god, I'm playing with Rory McElroy. And I didn't like that. Why? I didn't like that. You're you Did you
3: say that on Sports I Did that? Well that that show needs to be I don't know what happened what needs to happen. You are you attacked Michael Bloch attack him. But what? I
4: said if you're gonna be there and you're and you're already on Sunday and you're already kind of playing with the best guys, then don't be like, Oh shucks, man, I can't believe it.
3: Be like, Hey, I belong here. This is this oh, is Oh please. This is his one o- I would have ripped his you. one opportunity. I would have had the police come onto the set. At Channel 12, I didn't I've like been that. On. that is the most terrible take. Did you get hammered for this take? Uh, not really. We had to kind of move on, but
4: I could tell that uh, Brandon Zinner was not in my corner. Well, you don't. You don't. He have said I wasn't. Im- he was. He said I wasn't impressed with Michael Block, and that's not true. I just. I just. If you're gonna be there and you're playing with the best in the world and holding your own, I don't want. I don't want. I don't need you to be like, oh my God. I need you to I you don't need you to be
3: me. It isn't oh my god.
4: For for, for us,
3: like, but for it shouldn't be for pro. for at that point. Do you, know, do you know the difference in a club pro in California, forty seven years old, charging a hundred and fifty dollars per lesson? Do you know the difference between that person and Rory McElroy? It's a
4: big difference. It's a huge well, by difference. by Sunday. If
3: you can't take a moment to acknowledge that. And if you're going to bristle up and say, I belong here, boys. Me and Roy, we're going to go He didn't necessarily and- have to put it like that, but to act like it's just this miracle. Act real. You're a professional. Act real. Okay. And he did. And more power to him. Don't put out some bravado. Yeah, me and Roy, we're in the same group. You don't need to be bravado, but I, at least act like you belong there. He did act like he belonged there. He went out and shot one over. That's my he point. He made a hole in one. He got up and down on 18 to qualify for next year's PGA. Uh, He's now a a household name in the the golf world in the United States of America. And if he continues Wednesday of last week, nobody had heard of him.
4: Right. And and if he continues to be like, oh, my God, I don't think I belong here, then he'll be off the tour in a week, and no one will ever care if he's
3: off the tour in a week. He should. He's had his moment. Oh, please. That's what he said. I've had my moment. It'll never get better than this. Okay, He's, but go have a career. Oh, God. He's 47. Who you cares? I would have had. Who's the, who's the lead person at Channel 12? <laughs> Who knows? I would have had them. They would have taken a cane, pulled you by the neck, off the set. Well, this I'm, is... I'm surprised Brandon Zinner didn't challenge you to a fist fight. Well, maybe he should have. Because that's a terrible take. I don't think it is a terrible take. You let this guy enjoy his moment in whatever way he wants to enjoy Yes, enjoy your moment. But if you want to have another moment, you better work. What if, what if another moment – he won $350,000 yesterday. 300000 I believe. Whatever. He won $300,000 yesterday. Right. He's a 47-year-old club pro. Uh, he'd never made the cut in a tournament at this level. He'd played in a few. Uh, he knows, he understands his limitations. He's not 23 saying, hey, if I go play, I can get on the team. Why not? Because he's past that. That's garbage if you're just past it. At 47, Yeah. you're past it and you're 40. Was he gonna- you're not going anywhere. Okay. You're lucky to if have I got you. a hit in the big leagues
4: tomorrow, I wouldn't be like, all right, see you guys. Thanks. Are you serious? Uh, of course I'm serious. This is your worst take it ever. It might be my worst take ever. It really is. I just don't
3: understand that. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it, you don't understand golf. He, that's the problem. I'm going to say that right now. You feel like this club pro from California, who's getting the chance want to play more in the for PGA, himself. should say to himself, Wow, that was fun. I'm going to really practice harder, and I'm going to try to play on the tour. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Okay. This
4: guy was born. You do know he's 47. This guy was born 47 years ago, right? You do know that. Right? Yeah. So 47 years has passed. He can only be
3: 47, right? Whatever had happened leading up to now, he was going to be 47 anyway. Thank goodness uh, there are people out there who can enjoy the moment, not get caught up in the what ifs and what if I do this and can I do better now? And thank goodness there are people who can accept what the moment gives them. And the moment gives this guy a tremendous experience that he'll never forget. Uh, I don't know how he'll do in the Canadian Open in a couple weeks. I don't know how he'll do in in the tournaments that he's been invited to play. Uh, I doubt that he'll do this well because he's not that kind of player. He caught lightning in a bottle for four days at Oak Hill, and he'll never have another experience like it. Well, that's too bad. And more power to him for being able to condense it and enjoy it and be a little odd by the, by the moment. By playing around with Rory McIlroy on Sunday in the PGA Championship in one of the final groups, one of the final groups, and, and instead, people like you out here people like- that have a spot on Sports Sunday in their local communities want to get on the air and make a name for yourself. I
4: don't want to make it. You name. want a hot take? <laughs> it's not a hot take. You said there are people who will condemn, and there are other people who will take one moment and make 50 moments. And hey. he's
3: 47. So what? That's the, that's the turning point.
4: Phil Mickelson, wasn't he 47 when he's winning majors?
3: Uh, he was—he was, he was a, one of the world's greatest player. Okay, it's L- never Mr. too late. Mr. Block is not one of the world's it's greatest. It's never too players. late, Michael. That's what you'd tell him. Yes. You know what? I hope he'd do with that. I hope he'd punch be you right in the nose. Be no. inspired. No, no. There's no, you're not inspiring anyone with this. I should be With this nonsense. You're you've you've got to So embrace. people should just walk away at the top. One Well no, He's hop- going to go play next year. He's thrilled about having the opportunity. But you're telling me mentally that's it for him. He's I don't know if it's but you got to let him and you got to let him enjoy his moment. I think he should enjoy he the moment. He had the one moment. I don't know. I'd say the odds are working against him having another moment like this. I'd be shocked if he did because he's not that kind of golfer. He caught lightning in a bottle. And if if all of us could experience that just once in our lives, Instead of being greedy like you, oh, let's go. Let's try to do it again, Michael. Let's let's do it's better. Not greed if let's it's do, already happened. Let's do better next time. Come on, Michael. Forget about playing with Rory. Now let's let's set our sights on playing with who? Brooks. Whoever. Tiger. Doesn't matter. If you've, you've made it, if you've made it, center, If you're listening it. to this show, I don't know how you got through the segment <laughs> last night. I'm gonna have to go watch it. Because I'm sure you were up there with the camera pointing at you, making your point with your little half smile and your and 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 you know, whatever you were doing. And I and I'll just bet poor Brandon Zinner was over there almost I'm almost shaking.
4: I don't I, wanna live through a guy who had one moment, right? That's what it's all about. This guy's one of us. He's just a club pro, it could be any of us. No, if, if you make it, you owe the rest of us to try m- to make it more. You owe the r- average
3: guys like us. Let me see uh, if Twitter's blowing up. You actually may be trending. I that's, sure hope so. That's my feeling. I'm surprised you weren't trending last night with this take because you're the only one who's had it. Well, I if everyone has a take,
4: I usually don't think that's the correct take for me.
3: I don't I don't
4: understand. That's where I usually live. Even if it's a take that I came up with. If I think that it's uh you know, if I start to believe my own takes, then I want to change takes. Well,
3: here's one you'll back away from within the next 20 minutes. <laughs> I doubt in it. my in my opinion because it is the worst take I've ever heard you have. Uh well, and I and, don't know. and that changes on a weekly basis. Because you'll come in here Every week with a take that I just can't fathom. But to say that Michael Block uh, needs to not accept that this is his moment. I'm not
4: necessarily saying that. This might be his moment. But if he's not determined to go have more moments, then he's done all of us an injustice, including himself. Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) I can't believe I heard those words. Sorry. I I just can't believe it. I just can't believe I raised someone who would have that opinion? Well, I can't
4: necessarily I get your opinion, I don't really understand how you don't get my opinion. I don't get it. Like if you have if that this guy moment was
3: 27, uh yeah, you'd say, "Boy, this could be the impetus to something."
4: It still can. Not at
3: it's 47. It's never Jeff. too late. Not at 47. Well, he's got 3 years before he has, he had his moment. He understands it. He appreciates it. He knows golf. You don't he knows what golf is. He knows what it takes to be at that level. He's way past that in his life. He's a very good golfer, obviously, but he's not going to put in the time, nor does he probably have the physical attributes at 47 to be at that level. He got well, to go play eight tournaments a year and do as well as you can and keep your name out there. He got a taste of it. He enjoyed it. He made the weekend fun. Congratulations to Michael Block.
4: I agree. Congratulations.
3: Oh Yeah, now you're trying to win. Let's get
4: after it next week, Mike. (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: Terrible take. We will take a break. Come back and talk with Bishop Carroll softball coach Steve Harshberger. He joins us. Of course, the Golden Eagles, one of the uh, state's premier softball organizations, programs. He's been leading it for a little while now. He'll join us next. We'll talk about 5A state softball. Stay with us.
2: This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. I love my dog as much as I love you. But you may say my dog will always come through.
3: All right, dogs and cats—the oh, yes. musical theme of the week here on the show—that is Cat Stevens. "I Love My Dog," appropriately named. It's ironic song, right? Sure. It is a little ironic. That's probably why he wrote it. Steve Harshberger joins us from Bishop Carroll Softball, the head coach. The Golden Eagles are. 20- hey, how are you? One. Hey, glad to have you on. How you doing?
5: Good, good, good.
3: So you face Shawnee Heights, uh, 11 a.m. on the 25th. That's, uh, this Thursday in the state tournament, uh, here in Wichita at Wilkins stadium. Uh, how excited are you? You lost the game this year. What happened?
5: Hey, they played Northwest one night and they were, came to beat us and we gave them nine unearned runs and that kind of put us in a bad spot. So, but we've, uh, yeah, we recovered from that, learned a lot, and you <laughs> always learn when you lose. So, hopefully, we're on the right track now.
4: You are you are the number one seed in this uh, tournament. That was your only loss, of course. So, it's this field must be pretty loaded. You're playing Shawnee Heights; they're a multi-time state champion over the last several years. Uh, what do you think of the field overall in five A?
5: You know, five A. Uh, everybody's been beating everybody else, and this is going to be. You know it's going to be a rocking place, and you know we hope to show up and be ready to go. But you know there's eight, seven other teams that can do the same, so it's going to be tough.
3: Steve Harshberger joins us. Bishop Carroll uh, won the championship back in 2021. Uh, last year, uh, if I'm if I'm thinking correctly, it was uh, Valley Center last year in 5A, right?
5: Yeah, Valley Center won it, and they're back again, and they're loaded. They got a uh, quite a a good senior class, so you know they're they're going to be tough to beat.
3: Well, tell us uh, tell us about your team, coach. Who are some of the players that uh, people who want to get out to Wilkins Stadium this weekend, uh, starting Thursday with the uh, first round games. Want to get out and watch 5A state softball? Who should they uh, be paying special attention to for the Golden Eagles?
5: You know, up the middle, we've got Corey Schoenfeld at shortstop, and she's been playing exciting softball defensively. And uh, then Stone Street is at second base. And what we've got, we've got four freshmen starting now. And two are on the mound, and they've been, you know, they've jumped up real quick, and that's uh, Allie Orth and Izzy Ponestill, and both of those have done a great job. And then we've got uh, Kirsten Jones behind the plate, and Natalie Timich um, plays third base in right field for us. And then we've got a couple of sophomores, one in left and one in center, and Desi Segura in left and Lily Martin in right, and they've done a great job for us. And then we got a a junior at first base, so, you know, we're pretty young, actually.
4: Yeah, so obviously this is you have players with with postseason experience, uh, but I'm just wondering how you make sure your team is is ready going into uh, a little bit of a different environment. You did have, you did have that loss against the Northwest, but since uh, since that doubleheader, you've only allowed six runs in ten games. I, I I'm sure you expect a little bit more of a challenge uh, this weekend. So how do you get uh, mentally and physically ready for that?
5: Well, we got to play Goddard and Eisenhower last a uh, couple weeks ago at, at Wichita State, so we've already been in the stadium once, and uh, you know those were pretty tough games themselves. So, you know, and we we just we have to be able to handle pressure, and you know that's kind of stuff we do at practice and. You know, we're playing a game we call Big Betty tonight, and that's where we put a runner at first and a defense out there, and the batter has three outs to score the runner. And, you know, that kind of seasons them up pretty well. they got to move them over and then drive them in. And, you know, each player gets a chance to do that. And if they do, we call them Big Betty. But it's a game we – I invented – oh, no, gosh you know, 10 years ago and the kids like playing it, but they've, you know, it gives them a chance to drive in a run from first base.
3: I like that. I mean, how, I feel mean, like that, that that's a pretty good game
5: you invented. Yeah. It's, it's, and the, I, if I don't know your name, I just call you Betty. And if I, <laughs> and so we just call, called it big Betty and, it's, it's fun to play, and, it, you know, it makes them sacrifice. It makes them hit and run if they want to. They get to control what they're doing and try and get the run in. So gives them a chance to show what they can do.
3: Is there a punitive re,
5: uh, reaction if they don't get the run in? Well, they just, they're not, you know, we make a big deal out of you're a big betty, and, uh, you know, other than that, it's just. Can you do it? And they, they feel bad when they don't. So
3: Well, at least you should turn a cold shoulder to them.
5: Well. <laughs> I don't kidding. think we've added Asky. any extra running to the people that aren't Big Betty, but it's 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 a good game. It's it teaches them a lot.
3: Absolutely. Steve Harshberger, our guest, head softball coach at Bishop Carroll. So on talking about softball as a whole, you've been around the game coaching it for many, many years, uh, it's got a popularity now that I think probably exceeds any popularity it's had, certainly in, since I've been following it. What do you think about oh, yeah. that's about? Why do you think softball has kind of had a, a renaissance here? Why is it such a popular sport
5: at the moment? You know, when I, when I left WSU, they didn't have the stadium. It was the year before they opened that stadium. And, gosh, we were out there the other day, and we didn't know the tennis courts had been turned into a hitting area. And I just I just think it's, um, it's been on TV, which always helps. And last weekend I sat and watched you know, 20 games, and kids hate it when I do that because it's like, oh, geez. Coach has got new things planned for us because I learn from every game and think, oh, gosh, we haven't covered that. And But I just – I good players and I think getting on TV and, boy, what a nice explosion it's been. Yeah,
4: I was thinking, Coach, about Wichita State softball yesterday. They had three or four really good pitchers with really good ERAs. But they didn't strike a whole lot of people out. Uh, They were just really good at run prevention. Is are strikeouts as important uh, in pitching in softball as maybe they are? I don't know if they even are in baseball because everyone gets them now. Uh, But is 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 the strikeout a necessary tool uh, for a pitcher, or do you just want outs however they come?
5: Well, I think you know the pitching mentality. uh, You got to get ahead in the count. And once you get in the head and the count, then you can kind of force players to swing at your pitches like in baseball. But, you know, when you're down two and O, you got to come up with something that's going to be very hittable. And I think that's, you know, that's the case in high school. It's definitely the case. I lost watched um, Washington and, McNeese stayed last night, and they had a six-run lead going in. And Washington scores seven. And the girl was always the pitcher they left in was always two and zero oh at the start of the the count. And so you got to throw strikes, and you know strikeouts obviously is, are what you want. But boy, you got to be ahead in the count, or you're gonna get you're gonna get hit. So. I think definitely you got to be, you know, the pitching's got to be, be, you know, you got to be in control of what you're doing, and if you're not, then you're gonna put yourself and the team in bad, bad positions.
3: Steve Harshberger, our guest, Bishop Carroll softball coach. Uh, so you've been doing this a while. You obviously love the game of softball. You've been around it how many years now, coach?
5: Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I probably started in 80, 83, 82, 83, when I was 22. And 40 years later, I'm still doing it. So, you know, it, I've done it in summer and then high school, college, D2, back to high school. And, you know, I've so got two grandsons, ask- so...
3: Wow. It might is. So I wanted to ask you about that a little bit because the gender of it, you're coaching softball. You played baseball. Uh, I am in league 42 and we have quite a few girls who are playing baseball in our league. Probably that's good. Uh, close to a hundred of them. And we have quite a few former softball players who are coaching in our league. I'd say uh, maybe a dozen or so. Um, okay. It, how similar is it to coach these two sports? And why do you think that it kind of works that way? Like, uh, why do you think uh, the softball people are kind of crossing over to baseball in some ways? And certainly baseball people have crossed over to softball. Is it pretty much the same, coaching it?
5: Bob, I started with boys, you know, when they were 13, 14. And then I went to Jim Maynard and said, hey, come coach my catchers. And so I went over there, and it was like they are listening to everything I say. Where the the guys did, but they didn't. And he said, "Come, come on a trip with me. Come, come watch our team." And it was just intense, and it was uh, it was a blast. And so I don't coach. You know, I coached um, freshman football at Carroll for five years while I've been doing this and I don't coach either any different, you know, this is what we expect. This is how we're going to do it. Let's get it done. And, and so for me, it's just, it's coaching. I love to coach. I love to teach. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a male or female, this is, this is how we're going to do it. And this, you know, and so, For me, it's been a blast both ways.
3: Well, we we appreciate you coming on this. We appreciate you coming on, talking about it. Bishop Carroll in action, 11 o'clock Thursday morning out at Wilkins Stadium, the very first game of four that day against Shawnee Heights. Shawnee Heights has a very good softball program as well. That'll be a fun one. Coach, we uh, wish you the best, and thank you again. Thanks, and
5: thanks for having me.
3: You bet. Steve Harshberger from Bishop Carroll. The rest of that field, got at Eisenhower, and Spring Hill. Baser, Linwood against Salina South. And in the night cap on Thursday, defending Champ Valley Center, taking on Pittsburgh. That's your 5A state softball bracket. 869-1240, the IHOP hotline. Um, we were talking during the break, and I wanted to Uh, send out my condolences I uh, had I really I think I met Rick Hummel maybe once a long long time ago but he was the baseball writer covered the Cardinals for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch for many 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 years in fact he only gave that up in a kind of a supporting role uh, last season and he passed away over the weekend at the age of 77 so that kind of caught me off guard you know, I'm 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 very deep into that cardinal stuff. Understood. Um, so sad to hear about that. And then over the weekend, uh, I was texting you a little bit about Oscar Mercado, who just had a whale of a series against the Dodgers. Okay, five for eleven. Let's cool it a little. Well, it was more than that. He was more than five for eleven. Well, that's
4: what he was. It's eleven at bats, however you want to slice it.
3: Well, I thought I thought it was a little better than that, frankly. Mm. Certainly, he was uh, instrumental in that series. You would agree a, with that. He
4: had a nice little series.
3: And my point being that if Oscar Mercado, formerly drafted by the Cardinals, traded to Cleveland, had a decent year with them, uh, but then never, never uh, did much of anything else, has found his way back to the Cardinals. And my point being, if he does nothing else, But help them win three or four against the Dodgers. uh, That's nice. All right.
4: Well, then, if that if those are your expectations, I'm not going to sit here and and argue with you about
3: it. By the way, six for eleven. I knew you had downplayed him a little bit. Well, I mean, that's that's typical. You're always going to try to get that little inch. Okay. Well, you knew he was six for (laughs) eleven. But you wanted to five for make it, in your mind, you wanted to make it a little less painful. Well, he could be four for 11, as far as I care. Uh, five RBIs. Already accumulated 0.3 in war in just four games. Oh, well, that's better than a lot of, uh, probably better than Miles
4: Straw, so congratulations.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's not, we're not depending on Oscar Mercado to be a world beater, but wouldn't it be nice if he did well? Well, it seemed
4: well? like you only called him up, so he could then designate him for assignment once some people got healthy again well, that's that but seems if to be the
3: issue then good for him that seems to be the direction they would be headed yes but if he's going to play well uh then maybe the cardinals brass looks at things a little differently
4: perhaps never never a bad idea to go with the quote-unquote hot hand as it were
3: i don't know why you just can't wish a guy good luck and, and not make it so personal just because your team is having trouble the only scoring any runs. The only
4: guy I feel personal about really missing, Yandy Diaz. I'll never get over that one. That one hurts to my core every day. Your core. And he hit another homer yesterday. He's just such a what great fit for Cleveland, but they didn't see it. So, it is what it is. Tam- when Tampa
3: sees it in somebody, they're usually right. Well, here's the thing. You're still only six games under 500 the cardinals are seven games under 500 yet it seems like the cardinals are far the superior team because they are
4: i wouldn't there's no argument the cardinals are much better than cleveland you had a terrible start to the season due in part to some bad luck and uh some maybe front office managerial stuff and if you've gotten past all that then
3: smooth sailing we'll we'll see how it goes right you keep I'm, I'm yeah, more Flaherty's optimistic. Flaherty's pitching very well. Who? Flaherty. Uh, he didn't pitch very well yesterday. He pitched well enough. I thought he pitched really but well. But the Cardinals be- are getting to pitchers. They're getting to good pitchers. They knocked Clayton Kershaw out yesterday early. Uh, they're scoring runs except for the second game of that Dodgers series where they didn't score any. Uh, so things look much better. And I, every time we go, talk about Major League Baseball because of where we are in Wichita, I feel the need to mention the Royals. Why? Uh, and why do you Royals fans uh, pressure me to do that? Do they? Yeah, all the time. Hey, Bobby, you need to talk about the Royals. Hey, Bobby, how the Royals looking? And here's what Not I'm going really to tell you. Really talk about. Here's what I'm going to tell you, you Royals fans, who like to say, 1985, we won. I, and, I, and I hear that a lot, too. We won a World Series since you did, Lutz. I hear that a lot, too. Sure. Uh, And here's what I'll say to you. You're awful. You're a terrible organization. Uh, You've had three winning seasons this century. And, yeah, you mixed in a world championship. Congratulations. Uh, But in most years, what you're doing is you're washing your hands of baseball before you even get a chance to enjoy it. Pretty much. That's there's no, there's no enjoyment being a Royals fan. That team, that franchise, that ownership, that front office has given you basically well, we nothing. Don't really know about the ownership more than two decades outside of one run that they kind of stumbled into.
4: Yeah, I said that forever, and everyone railed on me for that. They did stumble into it, but they still won the World
3: Series. They did. They got more than what you got. Yes, I, they but, did. But I, until I get a bunch of Royals fans calling this show in anger, because there's no passion. There's no. When the Cardinals started ten and twenty-four, it was like the world had ended. In in uh, in for Cardinals fans, Royals fans are just well. Oh, it's another year. Let's go to IHOP.
4: Well, this there is where I worked
3: we're... in IHOP again. Good job. Um. Uh,
4: so what? What were your thoughts? Because it was due to me on Thursday when the news of the death of Don Dinkinger came down. I'm sure you had something. Well, I I actually got to feeling. meet
3: Don Dinkinger and write about uh, his call. He had visited Wichita for something at the Kansas Sports I think Hall. I of remember Fame. that. Um, and I sat next to him, and I, you know, I brought a I, I brought a small pistol. No, I'm kidding. Really? Of course not. About a, a deceased man. Of, co- <laughs> of course, I'm kidding. I mean, can you not accept a little humor? <laughs> Does everything have to be just straight and narrow?
4: Oh, I'm gonna play the straight man sometimes. Sure, why not? I mean, of course I didn't bring
3: a small pistol. It was a big pistol. No, I didn't bring anything. Okay. Uh, but I, you know, I made it clear to him what I thought of his missed call. He's heard it a, mi- a million you times. You did. I just, not, not in a pointed way. As I said, I'm a Cardinals fan, and uh, we haven't much cared for you for the last 30 years. And you uh, laughed about it, and we laughed. I hold no animosity. I'm sad that Don Dinkager passed away. He made a terrible call. He's an umpire, and every single one of them have made a terrible call. It's just too bad that he happened to make that call in game six of the World Series in which the Cardinals uh, were three outs away from winning.
4: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, that's a little unfortunate. Uh, that, However. Time,
3: what do you mean, however? Uh, did nothing. The fu- the and final I've said that many nine times. Nine and a third innings of I've that series. I've said that many times. They didn't answer the bell in Game 7. They could not overcome uh, the mental barriers that Game 6 provided, and that's a weakness in the history of the Cardinals, in my opinion. That was a weak performance by my team. I was I was very angry with them. Uh, you you brought you put that aside. The bad call. You you're come out. You can try, but they're human. Well, you come out. You what? What do you mean? You're just telling uh, Mr. Block that he needs to. Uh, you're not giving him any humanity. I did give him. No, humanity. he's supposed to be a robot. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm glad that that I played well, but now I've got to play better. Because uh, there's a oh, guy that in Wichita been, that on been a local s- Sunday sports show. That uh, that would have been so refreshing. I would have loved to hear that from uh, Yeah, instead of any emotion. Let me go win the Carl
4: Schwab next week, yeah. fellas.
3: See you there. I look forward to next year's PGA where I will try to win. What a. Oh, that's a great a, attitude, Mike. What a joke. <laughs> uh, Brandon Zinner, again, if you're listening. I don't know if he listens. Well, Why wouldn't he? You want to call him? Uh, does uh, Hindu listen? Hindu, they're working. Do, do any of the Channel 12 cohorts listen to this show? I don't think so, because they all go in at like one thirty. So they don't listen? Oh, I guess not. Have they ever asked about what it's like to work with me? Have they ever have they ever mentioned me to you? Uh, never. Never mention me? Uh-uh. Not one mention? Like, what's what's that old man like? Or No. No Zinner? No, uh, t- who's the other kid? TJ? No, nothing.
4: They don't know who you are. T- well, Brandon Zinner probably doesn't. T.J. Maybe a little. Hindo does, of course. We should call Brandon Zinner.
3: I don't want to call Brandon. Why? Zenner. If he doesn't know who I am, why do I need? He knows him? who you are. I don't need. He's not from Wichita. It's not like he's. Well, I don't. I'm not from where he's from, and I know who he is. Right, because he he lives in Wichita. Uh, but I did. Did uh, you know him before he? Yeah, he's from Long Island. Oh, you know he is. I don't know where he's from. Where is he from? Uh, You've probably never even taken the time I think to ask. He's from Minnesota. Have you taken the time to ask? Yeah, he's from Minnesota. What what part of Minnesota? I don't know. He likes the Twins and the Vikings. Well, then then get more power to him. All right. What else did we uh, mean to discuss? I see Adrian Griffin, our very own, uh, is on the short list of potential Milwaukee Bucks head coaches.
4: He's always on those
3: lists. I hope he gets one of these. It would be nice. I'd like to see uh, what Adrian Griffin. Those are big, big jobs that are open. Those are big jobs. Milwaukee. He's been around a while.
4: He has. He's a guy. He doesn't deserve it, but for that to be your first head coaching job for a team, all three of those
3: expected to go to and perhaps win the finals. Good. That's tough. Be a Michael Block. What are, you, what are you waiting on? If this applies to Michael Block, why doesn't it apply to Adrian Griffin? What are you talking you're, about? You're kind of acting like are Adrian, totally different Adrian things. should back off from this. Oh, I'm, I'm not, not saying. I'm not ready for the Bucks. I'm not I'd saying
4: like he to, shouldn't pursue it. Oh, I'm I'd talking, like to go to the C League first. I'm talking about the people on the other side making the decisions. I'm not saying Adrian Griffin doesn't deserve it. But uh, people making those decisions might be like, oh, isn't that guy's never had a head coaching job. Do we want to give him Giannis right away? Maybe. Sure
3: you do. Uh, maybe. Absolutely. Give him Giannis. I'm pulling for the guy. Well, we all are. He's a Wichitan. It
4: would be ridiculous not to pull for him.
3: All right. We have uh, some Wind Surge tickets to give away. Coupons. Passes. We're going to give away four of them. To call caller number 1 at 869-1240. As we go to break, our number 2, the Bob and Jeff show. Straight ahead, we'll play the Bob and Jeff draft coming up at about 3:20 uh, or thereabouts. And Goddard baseball coach Jim Foltz, will join the show at about 3:40. Stay with us. <laughs>